divisive. The couples had no training in how to resolve conflict, so they ended up trying to convince their spouse of the validity of their own perspective by means of carefully worded arguments. When the arguments were unconvincing, they repeated them with more intensity and blamed their spouse for being illogical and unreasonable. Eventually, tired of arguing, they withdrew from each other, and the coldness of winter settled over the marriage. Couples have conflicts in all four seasons of marriage. Those who learn to resolve their conflicts spend more time in spring and summer. Those who fail to resolve conflicts inevitably drift to a fall or winter marriage. These unresolved conflicts create a sense of hopelessness for many couples. They see only two options, remain in the marriage and be miserable, or dissolve a marriage and hope that somewhere in the future they will find someone with whom they are more compatible. Those who choose the latter option fail to realize that no marriage is without conflict. I believe there is a third option. Couples who learn how to resolve their conflicts without arguing turn the coldness of winter to the hope and promise of spring. Whatever the season of your marriage spring, summer, fall, or winter, I believe that your relationship will be strengthened if you can learn the art of resolving conflicts in a positive way. In this short audiobook, my objective is to help you learn how to understand your spouse so that you can resolve conflicts rather than simply win or lose arguments. When you win an argument, your spouse is the loser. And we all know it's no fun to live with a loser. When you resolve a conflict, you and your spouse both win, and your friendship is strengthened. Good marriages are based on friendship, not on winning arguments. This audiobook is for the thousands of couples who will never seek the services of a professional counselor, but who would desperately like to learn how to resolve conflicts. I've chosen to write in the language of everyday life, not with highly technical terminology or lofty theological concepts. My desire is that this book will enhance the quality of your marriage by teaching you how to resolve conflicts without arguing. Chapter 1. What's so bad about arguing? Let's start at the beginning. In the dating phase of your relationship, chances are that you and your spouse were enamored with each other. You liked what you saw. You enjoyed spending time together. You could talk for hours. He or she was the most wonderful person you could imagine. In short, you were smitten. The courtship may have been long or short, but your positive feelings led you to the marriage altar, where you made a commitment for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish so long as we both shall live. The promises you made to each other were colossal, but at the time you fully intended to keep them. You were caught up in the current of love, and it all seemed so effortless. Theoretically, you knew that you and your mate had differences, but you never thought that someday those differences would become divisive. Unfortunately, the euphoric feelings of being in love have an average lifespan of two years. Then we come back to the world of reality, where theoretical differences become actual. Some of these differences we come to view as assets— Alan likes to cook. Nancy doesn't. She likes to clear the table and wash dishes. He doesn't. These differences make for a harmonious mealtime experience. 
Alan and Nancy worked together as a team, each using his or her expertise for the benefit of the other. They experienced the pleasure of harmony and may even express it with statements such as, We were meant for each other. We are the perfect match. Life could not be better. And I'm so glad I married you. When differences are viewed as assets and husbands and wives work together in harmony, life is beautiful. Other differences may become divisive. Bob likes sports and spends every Monday night watching football. Jill says, football is fine for the players who are making millions of dollars by bashing their bodies against one another, but why would people want to waste their lives watching other people play a stupid game? Surely the man she married is smarter than that. It's just my way of relaxing, Bob says. It's just your way of wasting your life, Jill replies.